0: Welcome to Watching Trees Grow, a podcast by Troutwood. I'm Gene Natale, co-founder and CEO of Troutwood. Today's episode, we're going to tackle a question that is probably more common than you might suspect. The topic is specific to our Gen Z audience. What is more valuable when considering the social causes and the charities that you care about? donating your time or your money. Two of my colleagues, Maggie and Kristen, are joining this episode. I'm gonna share personal observations and experiences, but I wanna first give our audience a little bit of a background into why this topic is so relevant, specifically when it comes to Gen Z. I've been teaching at the University of Pittsburgh for now six years. This spring of 2022 will be my seventh year teaching personal finance. My students have a single assignment over the course of the semester. Together, we build a working financial plan for life after college. Nearly every one of my students in six years of teaching has referenced a social cause or a charity that they care about in that working financial plan. In year one, uh, it caught my eye as just, this is interesting. These are 22 year old students. They, they don't have a ton of money, have a ton of student debt, but they're budgeting to give piece of their income away, even as they had tackle these large amounts of, of debt. Year two, I noticed the same trend. Year three, it was no longer a trend. I realized it was a core component of these students' financial plans in their lives. Taking that observation one step further, I also administer a statewide financial plan competition uh, where college students submit uh, a financial plan, similar objectives. I saw the same thing. Students from across Pennsylvania, with giant student debt, in some cases, even credit cards, uh, outstanding debt, were donating to charities that they cared about. So it sparked a great conversation in the classroom, it sparked a great conversation with these students. What's more valuable, your time or your money? Before you jump to a judgment, uh, let's have a conversation. Maggie Christen, welcome to the podcast. And, and, and just in, in terms of our audience, we, we spoke earlier today as a team, and, and Maggie and Kristen both shared just terrific stories uh, and, and experiences. I'll go first and, and share kind of my personal volunteer uh, story, and, and it started in college where I volunteered for both Habitat for Humanity and uh, Junior Achievement, and then immediately after college, Jeff Davidek my co-founder here, Troutwood, and our chief strategist. Uh, Fun fact that hasn't been said before, he and I coached Special Olympics swimming for eight years together. So we spent every Saturday morning, um, this is prior to to founding Troutwood, spent every Saturday morning for two hours uh, coaching a team that grew to be 50 swimmers. Uh, And it was, I don't know if there was a better way to spend those Saturday mornings for eight years. We didn't make a monetary donation you know, we were, we were younger, but we made a very big time donation. We got to know those students, got to know those families. Uh, Maggie, I'm going to push to you first because I know you have a service background. And I'm curious before sharing your kind of the, some of your training and your experiences, what is your opinion on the topic, time versus money? Which is more valuable to give to the social causes you care about?
1: Yeah, I think, I mean, there's definitely benefits to both. Because sometimes you'll have a social cause that you physically can't um, give your time to. So maybe a monetary donation is the only way that you can help. So in that case, that's important to like consider and think about. But I really do, I've seen a lot of value in spending time for these causes and being there physically and learning from people in person. And it's a very different, very personal experience. So I, I definitely see sides to both of them, but you know, if you have the opportunity to go in person or to give your time, I feel like that's always an amazing experience.
0: And, and Maggie, because you are recently having graduated, do you feel pressure? And I am curious, given that way I, we kind of introduced the episode, so many students already contributing monetarily. Do you feel pressure to do so, or is that just kind of a is it a culture almost ingrained in your generation?
1: I do feel like it is pretty ingrained in our generation, especially when there's like a current event situation. We all seem to you know come together and provide each other with these resources that are you know, like, oh, hey, donate to this. This is happening right now. You can make a difference. So I feel like I see that a lot. Um, and that's generally when I would make a monetary donation. If there's something that has come up and I see a lot and um, I see a lot of resources like available for that, then I'll, that's when I would probably go ahead and say, okay, I wanna like be a part of this and help. And this is the way that I can, so.
0: I think that's really cool, Maggie. Uh, before we, I want to, I do want to jump into your, the time volunteerism that you do, but I'm, Kristen, I'm curious what you think hearing that answer.
2: I, I agree. Um, I've also done a range of uh, volunteer activities from when I had to do community service hours in high school, you know, to, to graduate um, up to now as an adult where um, I've been able to volunteer with like an employer and also get monetary matches. So I think they're both important. And I also think that it's, um, uh, it's important to be cognizant of opportunities where your time or money can be, can be maximized. So, you know, if you work for a company that will match a donation, for instance, that might be a really, uh, a really good way to donate at that Mm. point. Um, so you know, just just staying um, abreast to those opportunities, um, you know, so that even if you can only give twenty dollars, that you're getting the most out of it.
0: I'll put the pressure on our podcast team. We'll bring in an executive from a big nonprofit and ask them this question: that the one that we're debating right now. What would you like to see from a twenty-two or from a twenty-three, from a twenty-four? Would you like to see their money or their time? And we'll have that discussion. Uh, because I appreciate both of those answers so much. By default, my mind jumps to maybe the 23 year old with a lot of credit card debt, who, who feels the same way you do, Maggie, and maybe even feels a little bit of pressure because of that kind of group giving philosophy, mm-hmm. but has a 19% interest rate on in credit card debt. Mm-hmm. And I, I speculate that that executive of that nonprofit would say to that individual, why don't you give us a couple hours because you've got to get that, that credit card debt paid off um, but we'll let's save that conversation. We'll put that pressure on our team, and we'll, we'll get a guest to have it. I want to laser focus, Maggie. How do you give your? How do you give your time?
1: Yeah, so I have pretty much been doing service. I feel like my entire life, and that's either through you know schools or organizations or stuff like that. Um, but yeah, like the the main thing that started me with physically going and doing service was probably through school, which was so great to have, you know, like MLK day of service. Pitt has a lot of days of service. And I would often just be a part of organizations that would say, okay, we're all going to do this. And then it would be like a group activity to go in on these service days. But I also have had a lot of experience. I volunteered twice at uh, summer camps. Um, One of them was for It was actually it was really cool. It was with uh Joey Travolta, who is John Travolta's brother, and it was a camp for autistic um kids, and it was where they would like make their own movie. And my cousin was actually in the camp, and so I was a counselor for it, and that was like a really cool experience. Um and then
0: Maggie, that's amazing.
1: Yeah, it was awesome. It was really cool, and he he was so great with everyone and There was like a movie premiere and everything. It was really cool. And then I've also volunteered with the Children's Rehab Institute in Pittsburgh. Um, But yeah, the stuff like that, I've done a lot. And um, most recently in college, I tried to go on these two service trips. So this is actually a very sad story of bad luck because I didn't actually get to physically go on either of them. the first trip was supposed to be in Iceland and it was like environmentally based service and, um, the airline we were supposed to go on got shut down. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) And then I was supposed to go to the Galapagos last year, but COVID happened. So that trip got canceled also, but for both of those trips, we trained for them and we went to a bunch of seminars and had discussions and it was just, it was such an amazing experience, even just the training. Um, just like hear from all these different people and have these important conversations about what service means and how service can be so beneficial, and how serving in person and physically is such a personal experience and a learning process on both ends of the service. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it was just, it was really cool to, to hear from all those people and to learn all about that.
0: Maggie, would you have any advice for the high school or the college student who might be listening and maybe either A, doesn't have the financial means to make a monetary, a monetary contribution, or maybe is hearing this conversation for the first time and says, wait a minute, I, I never thought about this concept of giving my time to the causes I care about. Mm-hmm. H- how do you get started?
1: I honestly feel like it's just looking for opportunities and especially seizing opportunities that end up coming in your way. Like, like I said, a lot of these opportunities were already present and had been, you know, happening at my schools and stuff like that for a while, but it was about, you know, saying, I want to do this and I'm going to go be a part of that. And that's like, that's the, the, the best way to do it. I feel like it's just keeping an eye open for those opportunities and then just taking them.
0: And what? And a final question for you: Were were you nervous when you would do the outreach? Like when you said, "Oh, this is something I really want to be a part of." What did you feel? Any nerves at all, or just excitement?
1: No, I I really felt no nerves at all, and it was just like everyone was so welcoming, and the you know the types of people that you meet and work with on these trips are just so like so great and so kind, and so it's very easy and and a great experience.
0: Wow, very cool, Kristen. Let's let's jump to your side of the story here. What are some of the social causes that you dedicate time to, and what did that path look like?
2: Um, So I've uh, I've actually been volunteering with uh, my local Goodwill for a few years now, probably for about six years. I actually sit on their executive board right now. And the um, the path to get there was um, was kind of interesting, I guess. Uh, But I've I've done volunteer work for a a bunch of different charities. Um, You know, I dog walk uh, for the local shelter. Uh, I've helped um, Plan galas for the Heart Association, uh, Women's Center and Shelter. So I've, I've really kind of run the gamut, um, and I'd say the the number one takeaway from this is if you have a cause that's important to you, you know, don't be afraid to ask if you can help. Hmm. Uh, and I... Cr-
0: Kristen, elaborate on that. So if yeah. I, I, maybe I want to, uh, the humane shelter, interesting,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, how, do, so- how do
0: I ask them if I can help?
2: Uh, Yeah, uh, really good question. Uh, I mean, geez, I man, reach out to them on social media. Uh, Most nonprofits will probably have a volunteer page on their website, you know, that you can inquire uh, or ask about. Um, I mean, I can, I'll tell you a little bit about just my journey with Goodwill quickly. You know, I knew who they are, found out more about them just through um, actually through the community engagement at my first employer. They had, uh, you know, opportunities where you could go and volunteer or, you know, donate money that, you know, would get a corporate match. So I took advantage of those things. I wanted to get involved with an organization that interested me. And I obviously wanted to do more than just donate money. So I started out doing some non-skills-based volunteering with them. So basically, mm-hmm. you're just providing manpower, um, you know, cleaning, organizing. Um, I've, I've done, you know, manpower work for the food bank, for instance. They, you know, need people to pack things or distribute food. Um, some things that maybe money just couldn't buy. They just need boots on the ground. They need people there. So the cool thing about that is you do get to see kind of behind the curtain of how organizations work. And that's exactly what happened with me for Goodwill. Uh, It just, you know, I kind of got an idea of how they were, how they were working and my degree is in marketing. And um, I noticed just that they, um, you know, like any nonprofit, uh, you know, they have a shoestring budget for a lot of things. And um, Mm -hmm. uh, through some volunteer events, um, you know, I was able to you know, just kind of see maybe what they needed. And I offered some assistance with their marketing and their social media and, um, did that for a little Mm -hmm. while. And, uh, I actually was invited to be on the, um, program and planning committee. So I sat on a committee with them for, uh, for two years and this, this is all, all volunteer work. Um, everyone is a volunteer, Uh, But um, after a couple of years on the um, on the programming committee, I had expressed interest to be on the executive board. So um, I had a I asked for a mentor. Um, So I actually had a mentor that sat on the board who just kind of helped me understand what board mentorship means. Um, You know, every every board is different. Um, and uh, really the the three things that he told me about, which I, I thought was just really relevant for a lot of different volunteer opportunities, is you can provide value three different ways: time, talent, or treasure. So you can either give time, you know, it's that manpower. you can provide talent, so more of a skills based uh, volunteer opportunity. Like I, I you know, I had the skill in marketing. That was a place that Goodwill needed me or the third is um is treasure so you know donating donating money um so i thought that was really helpful and then um the next time there was a uh, an opening on the board i i was prepared to apply because i had already um you know kind of learned the ropes of the organization and it was it was just a no brainer
0: it's a great organization but both the organizations reference are great organizations two two things that leaped in my mind as you were talking chris in the first your time and by your I mean our audiences time any individual contemplating this question your time is worth money to the organization mm-hmm. you showing up at that food bank saved that organization money uh, right. same for goodwill same for uh, and then the second one you said maybe help maybe organizations need help with social media what a great way for you know our Gen Z audience to volunteer uh, Maggie I'm curious before we wrap up, When Kristen said social media is also a way to reach out to organizations you care about, how did you reach out to the organizations that you volunteered for? Was it through social media? Was it a phone call? Was it a a booth at an event?
1: Probably just an email. (laughs) Like I would see something um, in a newsletter or something like that or hear about a program and just reach out and just contact them.
0: And Kristen, what do you see most common with pe- individuals reaching out to Goodwill saying, "I'd like to help out"? Is it email also? Is it across mediums?
2: It's probably across medium. I would actually say uh, social media is probably their number one way, especially that they engage with more younger audiences. So they're um, they're very cognizant on making sure that they reply timely. You know, because if they do get someone that volunteers, they they
1: want them. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like that's probably becoming more and more of an easier way to reach these people. Mm -hmm.
0: It's such a great conversation because we all have social causes that are near and dear to our heart. Time versus money. It's not an either or. This is a conversation I think we should continue. And I'm looking forward to getting that executive from a nonprofit. Uh, I'm going to wrap up with three kind of concluding takeaways for our audience. Your time is as if not more valuable than your money at this uh, stage of life. Second, do not underestimate your voice and the impact it can have. Third, and building on that, don't take no for an answer. If it's a cause or a charity that you care about. Thank you for tuning in to Watching Trees Grow, a podcast by Troutwood.